Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Goldstein. And I'm the pomegranate of this podcast. Oh, yeah. What a palm. It's a good season. Mm. With a little brie. It's my favorite Mm. fall fruit. A little of it. A little brie on a little cracker toast. I had that once at like a, I think they've resumed it, the Trader Joe's tasting, like, you know, when they give you the little samps and they gave me little toast with the brie and palm. And then I copied that for like two weeks because they're my influencers. So good. good. I don't like the prepackaged ones. I'm really picky about them because my mom. Like in the cup? Yeah. Like they always taste fermented to me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I got a really good one this week. I feel like I'm really good at picking them because my mom like has trees, so mm-hmm. I know which ones are like not gonna be moldy. Mm-hmm. In elementary school, there was a pomegranate tree, like in a corner of the playground, not not on the school campus. It was like on the other side, but we would like climb the fence and pick pomegranates. And so I just remember. Remember oh picking and like very crudely, you know, ripping them open and just staining your face and your hands mm-hmm. and and whatnot too. But that's it always reminds me of of Waldorf school. Oh, the famed the famed Waldorf school. <laughs> <laughs> but you, Lisa sexy. gave me a pomegranate as a gift. Oh, wow. um, yeah, that's that sounds like me. Like brought me one, and it was like very. I think it was when. I think it was a Jupiter return or something. It was like something around that where it was like, it was very Jupiterian and it was, it was huge. It was yeah. a huge pomegranate and it lasted so long. I kept being like, I'm so bad when people give me food, like produce gifts, I will say. Not not like, you know, baked goods or whatever. I'm going to eat that right away. But if it's like a produce gift and I have to figure out what I'm going to do with it, it can take me some time. And I feel like I have let gifts spoil or have not used them as wisely as I could. And this one, I was like, oh, no, I'm going to the pomegranate's not going to be good. And then I cracked it open and it was like overflowing with seeds. And it was amazing. This is like a good gift guide thought is where like pummeling towards the holidays is like just very like it's very recession friendly and also like romantic like i got you a basket of a pomegranate and a candle and Mm -hmm. a chief and just like you know i hope we make it through the war and famine and all this like it's it gives like very uh little women sort of uh rococo painting sort of vibe so Mm -hmm. but then i got a little (laughs) produce candle (laughs) handkerchief fruit is like um well in hospitality pineapple was like one of the most um coveted fruits because it wasn't able to grow in a lot of places before we had you know the the gmos and farming systems that we have now um so it was considered to be like one of the it's like an international symbol of hospitality is a pineapple you see it in restaurants a lot but as fruit is like considered to be a pretty like i think uh like a welcome gift in every culture i don't think there's anyone where you bring fruit and they're like can't believe they brought this fruit into my home <laughs> yeah true Ugh, fruit i'm i'm like been trying to use tiktok for good and now i'm like just getting better at like cutting mangoes and like I, it's been my like go-to now re- youtube replacement of mm-hmm. watching like a 13 year old yes teach me how to like I, the things I keep like stopping myself where I'm like, oh, I'll just buy it prepackaged or store. And now I'm like, no, have a 13 year old teach you how to c- cut this thing and break through 
fruit fears or like different i don't know those don't believe the wooden spoon hype on the pomegranates Mm -hmm. oh i don't i've never been able to make that work i don't know i don't even know know. this people say that if you if you thump it it, and Mm. then you like thump it with a spoon that all the seeds just fall out Mm. i've never i've never been able to make it work so i don't know Mm. okay maybe once i get to that phase of my fruit tutorials on on tiktok i'll yeah, when you're, when you're in your shot. pomegranate era, I'm also let us know. Yeah, <laughs> it stains so much. So I'm also like yeah. scared to hit it. So it might be me just like not doing it hard enough, but giving it the thwack that it yeah. needs. Uh, can you guys believe we're going to start the new year with Mercury retrograde again? Like we did yes. fucking this year? Yes. <laughs> it's like, actually, yes. That... <laughs> Absolutely. No yes, questions I... asked. It just feels it's so wildly like, is this just more this? I don't know. It's 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 a hard symbolic thing to to miss that we're we're ushering in more Mercury retrograde energy into this year. I just I, I personally kind of like it in a in a sense where I think that there is something like. <sighs> I don't want to be not in a I don't mean this in a bah humbug way. I mean this in its proximity to the holidays and as a kind of reminder of the like I keep writing down, you know, it's very like Hallmark movie, but like the true meaning of the seasons and these kinds of things of like having grace with each other, knowing that everybody is trying to do the same thing at the same time. I feel like there's this like real, uh, you know capitalist pressure to make this a time when nothing goes wrong and everything goes perfect and everything is and having a retrograde there is like no this is this is real life Mm -hmm. this is the period of time this is a thing you are not owed a perfect picture you are not owed a uh you know i'm thinking of like the grove you know i'm not talking about us I'm, i hope everyone's i hope everyone who listens to this podcast holidays are wonderful and your travel <laughs> plans go smoothly and, and and nothing bad ever happens to you but in general <laughs> just the like you know what i'm saying that it feels yeah it feels divinely timed in that sense mm-hmm. well i think that as far as the holidays go i think that kind of like what stevie was saying about like finding alternative ways to give gifts and like you know i love auto scratchers bottles of wine fruit Mm -hmm. like bringing a dish bringing a thing of homemade cookies i make like herb oil sometimes like just things Mm -hmm. that you can do that aren't super expensive and that you know like might not go to waste at like a party or whatever and i think um because the difficulty of having mercury retrograde during this time is like think about i don't even remember like it was it last year or the year before of like so many packages not getting delivered and like the mm-hmm. mail the mail being a thing that like mm-hmm. they, they're overwhelmed or understaffed or whatever and it's like i think it must have been during covid when it was like i can't remember when like i had to send my mom's gift like three times and it was I kind of just wished I had like packed something myself instead of ordering yeah. something online to get shipped because it was it ended up being late and blah blah blah. And it's like that's something to be mindful of during this time. And like, you know, 
ask if you can lend a hand if you like find a cool pine cone like you know decorate mm-hmm. that for your house or bring it in like those kind of things instead of forcing like um more trucks and pollution and whatever it's like people don't expect you know perfectly wrapped prepackaged etc mm-hmm. yeah starting the new year's in mercury retrogrades <laughs> two years in a row it's like it feels really symbolically for the year you know i i hear people mm-hmm. say for new year's eve like it's the energy we're bringing into this year and it might be more adaptable you know leaving space for change like going with the flow like not forcing things too i think that's been a big change from that was really sprung from the pandemic times and is still leading into now. It's like, yeah, if it costs you $2 million to go home for four days, like maybe like maybe there's an alternate plan that can be made with you and your loved ones or something that's like just an easier lift, especially, you know, last year we entered in with Capricorn this year, we're going to have, we're going to enter in with Sagittarius, but from, you know, retrograding back from Capricorn and Sag. So like hitting both those signs, it's still like very still in that, same world i'm actually like i probably should have listened to our mercury retrograde episode from last year because i it's i remember at that time like i think we looked ahead and i was like oh we're having something kind of similar the following holiday season Mm -hmm. as well so it might be interesting to even maybe look back at that episode or that time of mercury retrograde as well and and see what was going on i'm sure people say this every year but i can't believe that was a year ago because it feels like a year ago but also not a year ago it feels like not a year ago but also feels like a million years ago it feels like maybe longer than a year but also i feel like it was yes it was yesterday (laughs) well i think it's interesting because this mercury retrograde and we'll go through the stats if we're just going going into it but i think that it's not in we've had a lot of like it's not in any sign that it is we're not in like a domicile sign we're not in a exalted sign and it there's something about that to me that feels like yeah it's the i don't know stuff travel obviously with sagittarius and and the time of year that it is at least for us here you know in in the west Mm -hmm. um but also these kinds of like yeah financial you know you might not get the christmas bonus that you had last year the same kind of thing or the like um yeah i don't know like do they still give those out yeah i don't know i don't know christmas bonus or or christmas party or something you know something something along those lines of like you know i don't know but it doesn't feel as like i don't know maybe the signs to me because they feel such big big picture signs or big system signs that it's I know it's still a Mercury retrograde, but it doesn't feel as I don't know as well, like sa- annoying. Sag- I don't know. Detriment, just or, that's true. That's true. That's so, true. And I think I forget Sag's detriment. In but Mercury then that almost it's... feels <laughs> it almost feels like then it's like a double negative that it's like oh maybe right. that's maybe even like <laughs> what you want. Maybe Sag like... needs a Mercury retrograde to like yes. take that pause of you know, whatever it is it wants to yeah. fill out, you know, it, that's where Sag can kind of meander or like ramble right with Mercury, which is great because sometimes we want to hear it. And I think that's why I forget sometimes Sag is not as happy there, but also, I don't know. I, I, I know yeah. somebody like natal Mercury Sag people and I like 
I'm I'm always interested in their takes. Maybe it's also then the refining and regularity and, you know, details and um, sticking to a schedule or like whatever it is Mm -hmm. that might up with Sag stuff, especially in retrograde times. I think we talked about last time the Earth planets being like more structural things. I think specifically Capricorn, like I think it's definitely because last one, I think it was like the rain times and mm-hmm. yeah we talked about we were pipes. together on new year's eve yeah yeah in mm-hmm. the rain uh, we yeah. talked about pipes bursting and like the structure of the city not being able to like withstand as much water as we were getting and all of that kind of stuff which we've seen repeated like throughout this retrograde and in, in different spots in earth signs and different like places around the globe and stuff and so i think like being mindful of the structure of some of those things like even if it's more of the oopsie like text message mercury retrograde issues like you know say like julie and i produce a live show together and say i like say something nasty about one of the producers but i like put it in the producer's text like instead of being like the oh my god oopsie like i just sent this to the person it's about kind of thing it's one of those more where it's like oh, this actually affects like the integrity of the structure we've built, like our system as producers and out like what we have to do and who, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think thinking about those things as implications in some of these things um, mm. might be like a help to at least like framing it for yourself if things come up. Because I think, you know, when we have car trouble, it's not like we're not like oh, the structure of my week has changed. You're just like, fuck, I'm late to work. Like, ah. And it's like, no, what what you're upset about is like, there's like long form things that you now have to figure out how to do, like get a bus schedule, get a Uber, like whatever you have to do in those situations. Mm-hmm. When speaking to like the structural integrity, it also would go to like, you know, I think I think Capricorn is also the ways that we feel like not necessarily abandoned, but that we can kind of feel on our own and that we have to bear the the total responsibility. And so something like your transportation example is one where it's like, if you're not, if you're in a city that is not equipped to, to support like these things, now you're on your own for trying to figure out a bunch of trying to put, create structures that don't exist in a place where they should have structures or whatever. So you might also be feeling where you have been, where responsibility is put on you, where you are now having to like, I don't know, push through, power through. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think Sag and Cap can feel really sometimes like very alone and pioneering and like, even though there's like people around, they, they usually are on their own trek. And I think that's what they have in common. And I think that's a good reminder too, maybe during this Mercury retrograde time, as we're experiencing Mercury retrograde in both these signs, that there is a team we can call on as well if we are feeling like, aimless or we don't know like how we want to see it or maybe we need notes on something like you know I have this idea but I I want you know some trusted opinions I think cap is really good at leading a team and delegating and, and calling on the resources where they might lack even though they I think sometimes can on that flip like you mentioned like get into like it's just me holding up these walls and doing it all on my own and I think Sag too um not that it doesn't know it, but I think it just might overlook that sometimes it's like, oh, but I actually have like community and resources while I'm out here, you know, in a cloud uh, in space, you know, floating, floating through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think resources is such a good word for this, too, because I think 
similar to like the gift giving stuff you know i like my aunt owns a gift shop and so a lot of times people be like oh you have this nice cream or whatever and i'm like oh it's because like you know she has products she's trying to get rid of mm-hmm. but it's like for like i love it you know and then for her it's like a resource the same with like growing up in a restaurant like i i could always find a bottle of wine to give somebody or whatever like what is something that you have that you can kind of provide in that way and sometimes it's like offering to help clean up or offering to you know like what what you like knit or you crochet or you have you know a bunch of old books that you can paint really pretty or you know it can be anything like what resources do you have Hmm. let's talk about yes. when this is happening um this mercury retrograde capricorn season 2023 i mean i guess it's not technically capricorn season i'm like in i have it written in capricorn but as we discuss it will retrograde back into sag but the station's retrograde on december 12th 2023 at eight degrees and 29 minutes of capricorn um we will be in the shadow phase beginning november 25th um Mm -hmm. so this really does span at least the a good you know the the holiday season at least here in america sorry to make this uh centered on us but that's where we're recording from and that's where my brain goes um and it was what we were taught to do and, um, yeah in our entire <laughs> exactly, as, as well so um uh, we're trying we're aware we're trying to break yeah i think that's a good just a quick like what is the shadow maybe if you've heard this mm-hmm. a million times this is the degree basically the key degrees that we're going to hear is like when it starts and when it ends. So once it leaves the shadow is when it comes back to the degree that it's already passed over. So it's, uh, if you look on like, uh, I feel like there's good like images with like little calendars. It's like, it's almost like where Mercury is dancing in between the degrees. So stuff might, that might be present during the Mercury retrograde might start kicking up on this November 25th in and around, right? Like it's usually never like on the date exact, yeah. but where these degrees sometimes. of mercury are beginning yeah, yeah. especially like, oh, that saturday after thanksgiving like mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. might be traveling i know i am so mm-hmm. like a lot of people might be at the airport or on the road or whatever the thing is and also the sunday like i know that's a huge travel day um so it might be one of those things where you're like wow my flight to x destination like was so simple and then you're like oh fuck i can't get home or you know Mm -hmm. i know we've seen numerous like um potential strikes for the airlines and all of those Mm -hmm. kind of things i'm not hope i mean i hope for that in the workers and the labor perspective but i'm not like hoping for that for everyone's holiday plans Yeah. yeah so you know and airports are, this was reported in September, I remember seeing this, that airports are back to pre-pandemic passenger levels also in 2023. So, mm-hmm. you know, more people, more frustration, high mm-hmm. gas prices, all that stuff. It's also more competition. Spreading, spreading disease mm-hmm. still like yep. flu and not in COVID and also just like a cold, you yeah, know? Absolutely. Yeah. And reminder of like, you know, ordering Uber's earlier having uh longer lines at the coffee thing when you're there whatever whatever it is yeah um, making those ginger and lemon mm-hmm. shots and getting everything and like yep. also probably yeah i don't know it's controversial to say but like getting your vaccine yeah getting getting a <laughs> getting a booster wearing a mask you know things that for whatever Again, for whatever, for colds, for everything, yeah, yeah. for just sharing the space with a bunch of people that you 
don't mm-hmm. normally do that with. Um, so we station direct. I mean, I'm sorry, we station retrograde on the 12th. Shadow phase begins the 25th of November, and we station direct on the 1st of January 2024 at 22 degrees and 10 minutes of Sagittarius at 7.07 p.m. here at least Pacific Standard Time. Um, And that's what Stevie was mentioning. The the shadow phase begins when we begin at the degree that Mercury will station direct at. And then once Mercury passes the degree that it's stationed retrograde, we are considered out of the shadow phase, which will happen yeah. around January 20th, 21st, depending on where you're at. And that will be when Mercury passes that eight degrees and 29 minutes of Capricorn. Um, mm-hmm. Once again, we will be out of that zone that Mercury has passed before between yes. during this retrograde period. Um, I think it's interesting that this, retrograde happens it not exact um with the new moon itself but it is on the same day oh, that we have a new moon yeah. in Sagittarius um I have the the retrograde station chart um, oh do you I can uh yeah I was like make oh, you yeah. a host or if you sure. want to share it to me how do I sure. this is a like, good reminder that you can watch us watch us on YouTube uh what's your at what's your sign podcast is our handle over there i've changed you to be the host okay and you and can let me share. share my screen yeah let's look at this bad boy okay that's fine how do i oh, share screen okay it's just that <laughs> <laughs> okay we're sharing here is the chart for our mercury retrograde station happening as i said december 12 2023 at 11:09 p.m. so this is later in the day from the new moon in sag but we're still um we are still in there i think this again is set for los angeles so you'll need to adjust this for your time zone this might happen um again on the 13th depending on where you're at um but we still will be you know on the heels of this new moon in sag and i think that having that you know, we have this sun, moon, Mars, not exact again, but that feels very like pretty close. Yeah, it feels very close and it feels very um, energetic and enthusiastic and 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 passionate. But then having that kind of Mercury retrograde of being like in Capricorn, kind of maybe keeping us from getting too far ahead of ourselves that we have, you know, maybe the best of intentions or plans, but that might not be how it, how it shakes out. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I also think that we have, you know, looking to what's, what is aspecting Mercury specifically. um, We will have, and we can go over this later with the transits of it too, but we do have a trine to Jupiter and Taurus um, very, very earthy. Venus will be in Scorpio. We'll also have a sextile to Venus in Scorpio. So it does feel like that Mercury is there to, um, I don't know, like, rea- I don't want to say reality check because that also feels very on the nose for Capricorn, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like some support in this and maybe that is, you know, like when we have the benefics in a positive aspects to this mercury you know retrograde it's like yeah like maybe it's like a welcomed rest or like a welcome reevaluation or like that kind of taking stock of whatever it is that mercury wants to reorganize you know like we always talk about like the rewards that come up with retrograde which is like revisit reorganize like it can be a nice time for travel if you want to like reconnect with people or you know again leaving grace and space for problems that could arise or delays 
But I think because it will, you know, eventually move back into Sag too. I think of like Sag is very like vision building and then Capricorn is really like implementing. Mm-hmm. So I think this is like a really, this whole Mercury retrograde time, which fits with the end of the year. Maybe you want to launch something in the beginning of the year. This, you know, maybe you have a slow holiday time where you're not doing much. Maybe you're like, oh, fuck, I'm skipping, you know, like all of the stuff. Or maybe it's a time you go home and like don't have friend distractions or you have like a little more space. This could be a really good time to like maybe just like put your head down and, you know, think about what it is that maybe it's something you want to launch in the new year or maybe it's just something you wanted to wrap up that like, fuck, it's the end. And like, I still have three more books on my I wanted to read list. You know, maybe it's just finding that time to like, I don't know. Sag and Cap can be so goal oriented. Not that it's a great mm-hmm. time for something new with Mercury. No, trade, so but... maybe something that we're wrapping up or that's been cooking and simmering that is ready to have some life brought into it. I think goal oriented is a good one to keep in mind, though, because I think with this sun, moon, Mars conjunction at the station, mm-hmm. um, we are going to be really this to me is also like a real like emotionally motivated and ego motivated and passionate and -hmm. again which is like exciting but I think also remembering that everyone is coming from their own place of being really impassioned really you know whatever it's like thinking again just the the myriad of holiday movies where it's like the impassioned plea of like I gotta get home to see my son for Christmas and it's like yeah everyone does the kinds of remembering that like yeah we're we're all coming from that emotional place and it's not necessarily a um again a bad a bad thing but remembering everybody has a maybe not shared goal but has as an intense similar yes yeah. a, a story or and, whatever whatever it is and i think sag too loves this is weaving the narrative and making a story and connecting these things too mm-hmm. i think that with capricorn you know as far as goals and stuff i think for me the way i see this is like capricorn just starts kind of walking up the hill it's the go it just kind of starts going it's like well you know I'll kind of figure out what the top is when I get there. And Sag is like looking for the exact like target that they want to hit. And I think like the archer, we see the bow, like you pull back first before you go forward. And so I think we're seeing a little bit of this, like, oh, I'm walking up the hill and like, oh, maybe I want to like pull back a little bit to see if I can see the top and then pull back, release and like go go Mm -hmm. fly go sky high you know Mm -hmm. and so I feel like there is this like backwards motion that might be a little more uncomfortable for Capricorn that might be a little bit more like something a Sag might be a little bit more used to or able to handle if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely well and I mean huge news during this Mercury retrograde is we're gonna have a Kazemi on mm-hmm. the 22nd at zero degrees of Capricorn, mm-hmm. the zero degree sun, because um, that's, you know, Kazemi is that, what, 17 minute close conjunction, like Mercury in the heart of the sun. Shit. I don't know if we've ever recorded or talked about charts when we had a Mercury retrograde Kazemi. Maybe we have, but yeah, like it feels. They, they have the um, internal and the external. Um, and. <sighs> I keep forgetting there's like a way to remember it and it's inferior and superior. And Mm -hmm. I think inferior is when it crosses in between 
the sun and us and superior is on the outside and one of them i think is normally retrograde mm-hmm. i'm it's this is technical knowledge coming from like my brain and not a book so yeah double yeah. stack check the- me on everything but yeah i think we do see them frequently happening yeah i just don't remember like if we've talked about or like i don't I think we've talked about it no but it's also a this zero degrees of cap, which with cardinal degrees are world points with anytime we're at zero degrees at a cardinal. So Aries, Cancer, Libra, mm-hmm. Capricorn. Um, So that just also feels very important. <laughs> it feels like if I, I mean, I can't tell you what will happen that day or not, but there does feel like something, Um, you know, cardinal does start new things. So maybe there is something that comes to your mind of like, where you do want to put your energy in the next year, where the things that you're interested in, I don't, I don't know, but it does have this very back to kind of like pioneering, like, you know, Capricorn is at that highest point often and world angles are just said to be just contain a lot of like, it could be something that really makes an impact that a lot of people see is when we hear about mm-hmm. world angles stuff. So um, could be cool to keep in mind for that December 22nd date that we have a uh, see me on that date up at zero degrees. Mm-hmm. Can we pull up the chart for that? Um, here we are, Kazimid. Um, okay, well, for our chart, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty fun up there. Oh my god, and Mars is not, and it's not like not really in conjunct, but it's just like so close to. It mm-hmm. visually looks very like, and Mars is just so loud well, it, at the end of this year. <laughs> There's like Mars is very present, especially with the Aries eclipse. Stuff. Absolutely, but I also think it's like there to kind of like keep that fire stoked and cheering on mm-hmm. cheering on this Capricorn I think that predominantly and you know use this word positive like positive easy transits that can go either way when we have you know things things in flow that doesn't mean that they're going to necessarily go good but that means that they're working working together but you know our opening transit is a trine to Jupiter at five degrees of Capricorn on the 18th we have a sextile to Saturn on the 21st right before this Kazemi we have a Kazemi on the 22nd um Mercury with the exception of a square to Neptune is is in mostly positive positive aspects through this mm-hmm. retrograde and so I do think that um while again that could be travel delays compounded because everything is all of these things working together there's a weather problem there's a strike there's a this that to me also could be very you know earth trying too but it does feel like that we are i don't know we are making progress something something is put there is potential for something to be going down here and i think having that mars support while it's not conjunct exactly and not out of sign we do a few days later get a mercury conjunct mars once it's moved back into sag Mm -hmm. so it does feel like hey you know well it's like you said kind of like you know i could see for myself i'm not flying so it's easy for me to make this statement but like oh wow like the workers are on strike and like I see like progress being made here, even if I'm not actually getting to go to my destination kind of yeah. thing. Like, oh, I like respect that. And so I'm like, not going to cross a picket line or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. however your however works out in your life. I hope that everybody gets on their flights. I'm not, I'm not trying to like speak that into existence in any means, but like, I don't know. There is something about like a big storm that brings people together. And I think, absolutely, you know, we see, we see a lot of 
I'm I'm thinking of like comedy stuff where I'm like, I did a show in Chicago at like a bar I shouldn't have been at and someone offered me a ride home and I probably wouldn't have got home otherwise because it was like a big storm. And it's like, I it's oh it's kind of a strange occurrence in LA for you to like offer a random person a ride because we don't have those events happen as frequently. And so there is a more of like an individualist like community here in, in stand up. I don't know about in other um things, but I feel like, you know, that to me was like, oh wow, like the Chicago scene, they really have this whole community and stuff. So, you know, s- thinking about those things and applying them. Um not just having dad shovel the driveway as usual and mom cook the food. Like maybe we can all be a part of a community and make those things come together moments instead of split apart. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's, we talked about this similarly with the um, like, this is giving, and it's funny because it's like, Oh, Capric- Capricorn and cancer giving our kind of like 4th of July vibes to where it was like, you might be the one that has to like be on the barbecue or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. The thing, like the, the someone's going to need to do it. And it might, you might be the one and that might be not what you've ever done before. That might not be your normal sort of thing, but it also is like a memory. It's a coming together. It's a thing. And not, not to say that you have to take that on, but there is also like a, I don't know. I think in those moments, especially if it's like, you know, weather strikes, whatever, we are seeing other people push themselves in a way that reminds us that we too can do things on a different scale. We don't all have to be, you know, putting out a literal fire or, you know, fighting, (laughs) fighting in something or whatever, but it is those reminders of like, yeah, we can do, we might be able to do a little bit more, push ourselves, grow more than we think we're capable of. I think in this LA chart, specifically you know we're having this pisces rising too i think we're we've talked about having a another kind of wet watery winter and that could be something too that we're contending with a diamond has long been a symbol of commitment love and trust isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes clean origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values a brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. 
you can use code what's your sign for a hundred dollars off all orders over a thousand dollars that's a hundred dollars off all orders over a thousand dollars go to cleanorigin.com and use our code what's your sign at checkout for a hundred dollars off of your order of a thousand dollars or more use our promo code what's your sign all spelled out check out clean origin today Thank you for listening to our free episodes of What's Your Sign? Since you're into us, we'd love if you'd support us. Help support What's Your Sign by going to patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. For about the same price of buying us a cup of coffee that we split three ways, your financial support helps us create this podcast and supporting us on Patreon will get you bonus episodes, access to our Discord, and other great perks. Plus, You will truly have a sense of pride knowing that you have directly contributed to making this podcast possible. If What's Your Sign has improved your life, it's taught you something, it's added value, then please consider joining us on Patreon. Even though this is a ton of fun to do, it doesn't mean it's not work. And your contribution really helps make that work possible. We love making this show and we want to keep doing it as much and as often as possible. And we can't do that without your help. Help keep us indie and help keep us putting out the episodes you look forward to every Monday. If now is not the right time to join, no sweat. There's other ways to support us. Follow us on social media at What's Your Sign Podcast on Instagram. Make sure to turn our post notifications on. Check us out on Twitter at What's Y-R Sign underscore pod. And yeah, we're on TikTok at What's Your Sign Podcast. The link to join our Patreon and all the links to our social media accounts are in the show notes. Thank you so much for your support. We'll see you over on our Patreon. Um, again, sorry, that's that's for us, well, but I don't I know mean, if that applies to anyone else. No, I think, I mean, <laughs> well, they'll be, they're the going to be drier, I guess, is yeah. like we'll be getting like cooler or warmer and wetter and like a lot of people mm-hmm. will be feeling maybe polar vortex, well, but not as snowy i don't know the east coast has been having it already so i think Mm -hmm. it's like more of a seesaw effect of like yeah you know like they're getting wet rain and then like us i i don't know how it'll go down as far as like snow and ice and storms and stuff but i um, think yeah i think a lot of places are not going to have the typical kind of like weather that they have had at holidays as well i think that's with this capricorn mercury retrograde in capricorn as you were talking about structures and systems earth um, all of this with that trying to to Jupiter and Taurus. Um, and we have this, you know, in this Kazemi chart, moon Jupiter conjunction. Two to mm-hmm. me is also like a it might you might not have snow in some of the places that you do. I think there could be like storms and awful, but I think that that also is something that, um, you know, in in terms of the like, oh, I'm going home. I'm so excited to be in this place that's different than this place that I came from. And it might be not that different. Well, we also They're might like, not climate have change, the- JK. Yeah. Like you're never getting, yeah. you're never getting a white Christmas ever again, bitch. We yeah. might also not have the structures in those places. We might have snowmobiles, but not drains or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so those kind of things being structures. Yeah. All, con- I feel like- all kinds of stuff, but yeah. I feel like since Mercury, you know, the Mercury retrograde of it all does- ask for a re the reevaluation and i think with the sun and mars all together and not exactly with mars but it's very presently there with this for us with this pisces rising saturn right there it can also just feeling like asking for 
you know, like a different approach of how we're leading people too, or like how we're maybe like educating people. I'm sure a lot of people are seeing their families for the first time after a very charged mm -hmm. year. And maybe you're talking about a lot of things for the first time. Like I know I've talked to a lot of friends who are not really excited to see their grandparents and talk mm -hmm. about the things that are happening in the world. Um, but I think we can, I think Capricorn is really good at setting the example and like, um, you know, not that this has to be their job, but I think they can like really lead by example a lot of times. So maybe coming in, in a very, you know, Capricorn goal-minded point of view. I do have the Sabian symbols for our major degrees. Yeah. This, this just reminded me in this Kazemi chart, we do have, again, not exact, um, but a, a Venus Uranus opposition. And this made me think of, because it's in these Venus in, in Scorpio, opposite Uranus and Taurus, um, and this kind of coming on the heels of our Venus retrograde and those Venus Uranus squares. And now the kind of like, I don't know, the bar the post Barbie divorce summer and then going, yeah. being, being in the holidays uh, post all of that and kind of a... Uh, a, a value check again or a, how how have things changed how are you changed what's what's new and and different and how are we reevaluating um continuingly mm -hmm. hit us with the saves um well for this let's because we have this kazimi i have the zero degree capricorn one and the sabian symbols are um mythical images for each degree of the zodiac um they're pretty cool check out the ones for your natal placements it can be very interesting but um also sometimes the sapien symbols have kind of dated language so i'm going to update this one a bit but we'll say um an uh indigenous chief demanding recognition for zero degrees of capricorn um it's it this is from james burgess's website but basically it's talking about how people might take credit for your work um or take credit for you know the things that you're giving out um, so demanding the proper recognition, taking credit for what you need. Um, I'll read this little thing here. When the community security is threatened by those who can and will claim a position of authority and take command, observing the effects of unrestrained personal power. A body must have a head. A group must have a leader. Various experiments are still in progress to examine how best to choose a person best suited to that role, how often the leader should be replaced, and the scope of authority granted. In some cases, the dominant male makes his claim and decides his own and the extent of power and influences he chooses to command. Um, this usually seems inappropriate in times of peace, yet becomes an absolute necessity in the group survival requires it. This is a true on a ship at sea and a tr it is true in wartime. It is always a real question whether the risk of war throws up belligerent leaders or the leader's belligerence is the very reason for the risk. So mm. yeah, sometimes Yo. we need Sorry, some what? guidance. Can we go over what degree that I feel like I'm feeling this now and I want to see what's there now. What um, zero degrees Capricorn. What is anything there? Nothing. Oh, no, nothing. Not as not as we're recording. Well, I have stuff, maybe a placement. I have stuff near there. Yeah. When we've been getting it's been getting sextiled by all of the Scorpio ingresses. So you might be feeling mm. the, like I have Uranus there, too. So, OK, mm. OK. Oh. okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I mean that all of that that to me tracks of getting a little sextile ping. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's Thank a you. there's some. I think sometimes we do need proper leadership and also like just discerning the noise of you know people that claim they're the proper leadership as well. You know, 
Um, oh, thoughts are clicking, Stevie. You're really <laughs> can I send this episode to a few people? I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, uh, uh, yeah. And authority requires demands respect most effectively through an up, uncompromising inner integrity. Um, yeah, and I think there, you know, we can't ignore the symbolism of an indigenous chief. You know, someone that was maybe there before some other leaders want to come in and say that they're the leaders too. So I think also a recognition of history and who was there before you. And also, you know, I feel like this comes up a lot when we have fire season, like, why are these fires raging out of control? It's like, well, indigenous culture, they did have more control burns, but we've like done away with like earth knowledge, which also feels very Capricorn. And, you know, Mm -hmm. like, why is this happening? It's like, well, there were ways in in very natural ways that we worked with things that feel really big and scary, but it's part Earth is scary. <laughs> like yeah. Earth has so much crazy, scary mm-hmm. shit happening at any given time. Um, but like, let's not add the humans are the reason why the Earth is scary. Like the Earth mm-hmm. is, has enough scariness and beauty oh. all at once. I'm thinking of the knowledge that someone might have in a situation of like thinking of like Earth stuff, you know, before an invasive species of plant was introduced or before a uh, animal was introduced to an ecosystem Mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily belong there but you know has a bunch of benefits for humanity but maybe not for like the earth or our planet and so i think even using those ideas in in a situation of like you have new neighbors and they don't know where the trash is or you know like trying to Mm -hmm. figure those things out and like i always get my neighbor's mail and it's like it's you know i've lived here for so long that it's like a big pain but when someone's new, I don't try to be like, here's your mail. Like, I try to just kindly say, like, just so you know, mm-hmm. like, it comes to our house sometimes and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a good reminder because at this same time, we have, you know, Sun Mercury at zero degrees Capricorn and then we have Pluto at 29 degrees. Um, you know, we're getting ready for that ingress back into Aquarius in the new year. And I think having like the full kind of span of, don't know the ideas of power structure and how they're how they're established and how you can be at kind of the beginning and the end Mm -hmm. uh two of something I don't know that just stands that stands out to me as interesting yeah um maybe I'll maybe I'll give you this 22 of sad because it's like it's the degree where we're starting with the shadow um and I feel like it might be the energy I feel like when we like start with the shadow it's like the degrees that will be covered later I, th- I think it feel like it's like the symbology we don't know quite yet until the retrograde happens and I feel like mm-hmm. this 22 degrees might feel mad different and, and probably should and would <laughs> when yeah. from November 25th to you know January 1st like in this time period but um we have uh immigrants entering for 22 degrees of sag um the Again, this is from James Burgess's website and any big change demands of us that we hold firm in the deepest parts of our integrity while adapting to new conditions. Um, Yeah, this image feels fairly straightforward, you know, immigrants entering. It's a change like there are a lot of, you know, people usually emigrate for reasons to better their life, usually, you know, or they're escaping somewhere that is dangerous or whatever it might whatever it might be, but there is, um, I know it says during the stages of transition, we must find a way not only to strengthen the faith we have in, in essence self, but also be willing to ad- adopt new ways of being and new perceptions. This applies to whether we move home to a new town, change jobs, or join a social group. 
and most particularly applies when we move to a new level of consciousness. There are new realms to discover and new beliefs and realizations to embrace. Um, and these can be very disturbing and rattle the status quo, but we must not lose the sense of who we are at our core is from James website. So yeah, it might really feel like come the holiday times that we're entering something new Ooh. or we want to enter something well, new. Thinking about how like you're traveling anyway, just even mm-hmm. that I feel like yeah. is a, you're Very going saggy. to, I know I haven't been home much since pre COVID and like my mom talks about stuff and I'm like, I have no idea what that place is or like, I don't know what you're talking about. And so it is mm-hmm. kind of the, coming back, but being new, like being a yeah immigrant, mm-hmm. so to speak. I mean, I'm yeah. not, not technically, but like, I don't belong there necessarily anymore. Well, I think that also fits again with this kind of holiday holiday through line too of going okay well if you've you might um feel now out of place in a place where you once felt not that and what does that make you what does that bring up it can bring up you know feelings of you know judgment towards the pe- the people that you are with and going like oh i can't believe that this is this is who they are but you also need to be you know again like it's saying kind of staying to yourself staying true to yourself of going like oh okay like this is maybe not not the place for me anymore or whatever whatever that might be or the like i'm i'm on a new thing and that's we're in different places mm-hmm. yeah and i think this too, also, maybe so, if you want to if like you look around you're like god i don't want to be in this space come next thanksgiving time like this could spark like maybe you do want to move or maybe like i don't know for me going home for the holidays so my family's on their worst behavior every year and they're on the holidays. So I, I bring the stuff that I like, like Midwestern traditions, like home with me in California. So I think too, like you're choosing to immigrate. And if we just like on the smaller scale move or like go somewhere different because it's going to better your life, it's big decision. And it, you know, it's going to hurt, it hurt some people and it really like emboldens the other people. Like if you're moving with your family or moving with a partner. So I think too, like what's going to best serve your future is, Mm -hmm. is up for, um, introspection, especially of course, during Mercury retrograde. That just also reminds me that I watched Elemental finally on Lisa's Lisa's wreck. And I did weep, (laughs) of course, um, like in a way, not uncontrollably, but in, in the way where it was like, oh, I didn't even, sometimes I feel like I'll like start to cry and then let myself go. And this was like, oh no, it was like, oh, I didn't even, I didn't even try. This was mm-hmm. happening. Um, Did you so relate I, to the fire character? Absolutely. Yeah. I, did, I mean, yeah. The fact that once I saw that Ember, it was fire. Cute name also. I know. All so of the cute. names are really cute. Wade. I felt, Love. I watched it on the plane. So I only saw half and I was like, yeah not in a normal state but i need to finish i really that you know i'm not a disney pixar person but i was really digging elemental i feel like it's also not it's a little like i don't know it's a little spicier than a normal disney there was like some yeah. jokes in there that i was like oh well i can't believe they <laughs> kept this in okay cool um but yeah i think i uh, if you are looking for a, I don't know, comfort watches, maybe the right one because Aww. it is, it is emotional. It's for, ba- I, it's for babies. Yes, it's but I'm comfort, like, yeah, it's, it's like, a comfort it's, watch. It is a comfort watch in a remind. I think in like a simplistic way to like soothe whatever you are feeling in these moments. If that's if that is where you are at, I think this is a really nice one to remind you about all of the things that that Sabian symbol talks about. Yeah. So I think elemental too. There is definitely some stuff that kind of leads this, uh, you know 
dating people who are different kind of narrative um, that I think definitely certain people don't like about it. Um, yeah. But I find that no matter where you come from, whatever your background is, whatever kind of food you eat, whatever, like every family is going to be different. And so there's always something for someone to learn when they go into their partner's home for the first time, like their parents' house or like it, it, you're always going to have to eat something you haven't had before. Don't like, you're always going to have to, it doesn't matter if you're both white or if you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like you're, it's always going to be not your mom's. It's Mm -hmm. always going to be like, so there's always something to learn from that. It doesn't, you don't necessarily have to be the farthest level different to learn something. Yeah. All right. So we have the, that uh, eight degrees cap retrograde chart. And so for this eight degrees of Capricorn, uh, which I love is an angel carrying a harp. Um, Everything flows within us and around us. When we hear the universal sound of this action, then we are in alignment with life itself. Um, Being awakened, being clear, being in tune with love and harmony. It's all very... um, worldly success following the spiritual attunement as well. I mean, this feels all really, um, I don't know, like maybe, maybe this is your sign to like maybe put on some heart music while you're working or while you're going into space or like, you know, that we love angels, angel numbers, angel guardians here on this pod. So maybe working more with like angel things, I'll try to find that link, but, and I don't know how like accurate this is, but it was like per birthday had a different angel. We've all been group chatting about our various angels so angels maybe working a bit with angel energy yeah i think it's also that like you know capricorn i think it's funny because you know in the tarot capricorn's card is the devil and then we also have this (laughs) angel and Mm. i think that um you know, choosing, choosing to listen to the angel on your shoulder versus the devil on your shoulder. And also keeping that in mind in terms of like the, you know, is as much as I think this makes me think of the Sag Mercury in detriment of it, like being like, don't start shit just to start shit. Like Mm -hmm. this is the, this is the, our, our philosophies and our things like that matter and and are are powerful but if they aren't also trying to kind of get you to this place where you feel like you are in flow and you are in in touch with um you know the mysteries and love and divine workings of the universe then like I don't know fucking keep it to yourself I like or like this isn't the time or it's like this isn't that's not helpful possibly no one cares also yes (laughs) like no one might care about your like yes gripes and shit and it's your it's your piece it's your feeling of connection with that and it's other people's as well and so maybe if you aren't feeling that looking to what other people are doing that seem to have that or whatever like oh how is Mm. this person how is this person doing this this is someone who seems like they're in touch with this what is it that they're doing what is it that they believe what is it there or or if those are the things that do that for you then then staying focused on that frequency where Mm -hmm. whether that be through you know putting on your soundtrack before you get out of the car before you go to a holiday event before you you know coming back to that having a mantra noticing your angel things whatever whatever it is but whatever keeps you kind of focused and centered on that is is the the target not Mm -hmm. whatever I keep having people um kind of in that 
in that in the spirit of what you just said like i keep having people mention like oh you you've been doing this and you have this and this and like i personally don't feel put together and so i've also heard other people asking like oh how'd you get to whatever and the person's like i'm not doing well like i don't know what you think i you know what you think i have or whatever and so i think a lot of it is like perspective based mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with angels i always think of like above obviously i mean i'm conditioned to not obviously um but so i think you know if there is a way to kind of like take yourself and other people out of it and form a more objective like sometimes i go somewhere and i'm like i've been wanting to do this thing for so long and then i get there and i'm like why like why did i think that i wanted to do this this doesn't fit Mm -hmm. me this isn't a match for me and so like having those moments of clarity of like it's not rejection i don't fit in here like this doesn't make you know this this doesn't make sense like i you know those and helping you define where you want to go in that way Mm -hmm. by like taking more of a bird's eye view um because i do i feel like sometimes when you tell someone like how'd you get this it's kind of it kind of takes away from their accomplishments in some ways and so being mindful of doing that instead maybe saying like i'm so proud of like this for you or whatever i i have also had people tell me like oh you did this thing like that's so deserved or whatever and that feels so much better and I feel so much more inclined to tell them like this is how I achieve that thing rather than someone who goes how'd you get that Mm -hmm. you know yeah I mean this this symbol is really just asking for high attunement um and however that is accessible or if you never even thought of like what attunement is or like and I think attunement is just that sense where everything feels connected. And I think uh, it, it is that very like rising above. I like this paragraph from this too, is our national, our natural condition is enthusiasm in the unsullied state of their original inception, all the simple potential potentialities of experience express true spirit. And this lets us know something of the eternal unabated glory of just being. It is when we feel thoroughly enthusiastic about what we are doing and being that we know we have reached the exalted state. Um, yeah, I think too, like if you have some down winter holiday time to go to spiritual places, I don't know. It feels like very, um, open to the, you know, you're already here listening to an astrology podcast. So like open yourself up maybe to a very woo, um, space. I'm thinking, I was just at a crystal shop and I saw some tuning forks. I'm thinking of the mm. literal attunement, like I think working cap with natural sounds and things of nature and things of, you know, the earthly senses could also be. Um, and back to the Venus Jupiter support of this, uh, of this day too. It's all benefic stuff. It's all like what makes you feel good and attuned and of your highest self. And sometimes that that can be cutting people, cutting the noise out. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, cool. I don't need, I, oh, how did I get that? Who are you? (laughs) Like, I don't talk to, I like it. That's not, that's not my space. I also think the tuning fork is such a good example too. Like at Halloween Horror Nights, they had this, um, this, exhibit or whatever and you were allowed to use your phones but it was like in the dark and the Uh whole time I'm thinking to myself like how are they going to beat the phones like there's no way they can actually scare you because you can see light and you can see other people's stuff but they would do these flashes that were so bright that they would like blind you for a second Uh. and then they could surprise you with stuff and I was like oh that's I think the tuning fork is a very similar thing like the first time you hit it it like whoa Mm -hmm. it like 
takes you out of everything for a second and then you're like oh i hear the vibrations and all of those kind Mm -hmm. of things Mm -hmm. yeah this just reminds me of something that i think of on a very capricorn and is like a hike and mm-hmm. this to me is like the top of the hike. And you'd think that that would be like the end of a Capricorn degree. But I think eight degrees Capricorn is very like you made it to the top of the mountain and you're taking in the view and you can see how far you came up and you're looking at the perspective. And this is like what you did all of that for. And but how'd you get there, that- though? Like, can I just follow a sure. rock that you went on? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you can drive up there and look out, too. Um, but just being kind of at the top where it's quiet and it's clear and you see you have the perspective you're impressed with your with yourself to go up there you know you still have to get back down and there's you know that there but you know like this is the this is what you I don't know do that for and how that feels up there and how how then that perspective goes with you the -hmm. rest of the the rest of the way you Mm -hmm. know yeah well feeling good about yourself or feeling peace is a lot of work and Mm -hmm. it's not going to be easy and it will feel grueling but I think also there is a state where this is happening to like embrace it can we see the direct chart again the January 1st Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because now I want to see it with all these symbols now kind of uh let's working January 1st and what do I have as the time on here seven oh it's going to be on the transits on the chart not on do you know what i mean like it's showing on the inter- like if you go back to transits we're okay because we're in the um eight degree chart mm-hmm. if you click transits and then type at, in january 1st at, up here yeah okay there. and then yeah got you got you yes 22 degrees 10 minutes sedge yeah and then um and mercury or excuse me in mars yet again mm-hmm. we after that after the station we have basically i mean and this makes sense but i feel like this is a good this is a good mercury retrograde if you are unclear about like the literal transit functions of astrology and how these things happen. I feel like this is a very symmetrical. We are getting almost identical transits on either side when they station direct as when they stationed retrograde. So you mm-hmm. really can see the like, we start here, we go here. This is shadow phase. This is other shadow. This is shadow phase after we've stationed direct. Um, mm-hmm. so we get that station direct on the first. Um, we get then a the last one of the last transits that we have we don't get this mars conjunction um quite exact um but we do get a mercury square to neptune at 25 degrees and then we get a mercury sextile to saturn at a little bit further but and then we get that mercury trying to jupiter as we end as we end and exit the shadow period so this is a really good one i feel like if you are learning astrology and are not clear about these things look at these transits cuz they work um Mm -hmm. yeah yeah the neptune square feels very like okay you just did the retrograde now like get get getting out of that idea fog brain clouds like dreaming phase and then also in this very like mars supported 
actualization phase and also you mm-hmm. know trining north node sextiling south node there's like it feels very like all systems go um mm-hmm. for this once we start moving direct again later that day mm-hmm. what are our what are our this is a, a very like belief driven one to me i think too of like what's mm-hmm. um investigating what we thought we knew or what we yeah. thought was what we thought was reality but maybe isn't and mm-hmm. again that can be that can be painful that's bubble bursting and i think especially again with that like sag <laughs> pointed mm-hmm. arrow coming in there and going like nope but that's not it either nope that's not it either uh but i think it also is moving us forward and closer to that true kind of peace that we're seeking with that with that eight degrees because by the end of this shadow phase once we go back through those transits again I think it's interesting that we'll like see them, see them with fresh eyes post retrograde in that post shadow going like, now you're seeing this again after all of this stuff. And how do we reintegrate that and re reframe our worldview? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with Saturn squaring Venus too, on top of it there, it's like, but mm-hmm. but lit but actually like there's like it feels very like now that follow-up questions of like and now what or mm-hmm. I think Saturn Pisces this whole you know we're still very early in it but it does feel really aligning with what feels true for us you know very Piscean in that nature um so yeah I feel like this Mercury retrograde as they usually are is very right on time for probably whatever it is happening in your life or in global life mm-hmm. back up your stuff Oh, yeah. Yeah. Extra time, extra mental, physical. Mm-hmm. See what's happening in your chart, too. If it's yeah. in funny places, you know, be, doesn't mean that there will be unexpected costs, but like, don't we love just being prepared, and especially with Capricorn Sagittarius sort of things? Mm hmm. Absolutely. But we've been through retrogrades before. We'll go through them again, and it'll be absolutely fine. Yes. thank you thank you for listening happy mercury retrogrades give yourself time double triple check check those reoccurring fees because every every time we bring that up we get at least five dms of like oh my god i didn't know i was paying for roku six times or whatever like whatever it might be so you know get clear out your shit and get checking hell yeah we'll see you next time bye 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 thanks for listening to what's your sign Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast on Twitter at what's YR sign underscore pod and TikTok at what's your sign podcast. For business opportunities, advertising, or commission readings, email us, what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Loken, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chenu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.